0: rather go one-on-one, I think it would be more fun, and I'll get to know you, you'll
1: get to know me.
0: Well, howdy everybody, uh, welcome to uh, Review-A-Full Anonymous, the podcast where we review and dissect Chris Gethard's podcast, beautiful stories from anonymous people. My name is Nick Wagella, and I'll be hosting you here tonight, I'm with my good friend, Michael Carls, he's the co-host. How it do, Mike? That was the worst
1: southern accent I've ever Well, had.
0: I'm going to talk in it for the entire podcast, <laughs> so I hope you like it. Um, uh, Nick. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing really well.
1: I have uh it's been a good week. We got 4th of July coming up, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be a lot of uh America going on. America baby. That's right. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited for that, and I have a week off work next week, so... You know, what are you doing for the 4th of July? Um, I'll probably be, uh, up north, but, uh... Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: You can stop. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, my plan was to talk like that for the entire podcast without letting you know, but... (laughs) It was getting hard. (laughs) I would never let you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, as we said, welcome everybody to Reviewable Anonymous. This is for... Episode number um sixty seven. God, that's a great question, Nick. Losing Uh, track. Country as fuck. Or AF as uh It is sixty seven country AF. Yep, um an episode where we went through once again a lot of different topics, uh with a very upbeat caller. Um I this I thought this caller was uh held her on very like very well.
1: Yeah, she was um Her coworker, (laughs) not mm -hmm. so much. Right, yeah, she definitely was a bubbly person, but you could tell she, uh, she, damn, she had a sailor's mouth. <laughs> she she could cuss up a storm.
0: Yeah, they were like, I didn't there were it. so many cusses, and, but not enough sorry sallies. I don't think he even used dropped one sorry sally. You might be right. Yeah, it was very. Maybe it's be maybe this because uh, I think this was an older call, so maybe uh, it was before. No, sorry it was sally just on his heavy. birthday. Oh yeah, that's true. So I don't. It was.
1: It was pretty recent. And that is very odd. It was very odd. So, uh, what? So the call started
0: out. Uh, she was in a car with her coworker. Yep, they are both uh, educational workers. Or it was not. They worked very clear. at a college. Yeah, worked at a college, and they're going to Target because someone's boobs were hanging out or something.
1: Yeah, her coworker's boobs were hanging out, so they had to go get her, uh, uh some uh, more appropriate
0: clothing. <laughs> Well, you know you know what I have to say about that? Let your boobs hang out. Who cares? I feel bad I feel bad for women that have to just go over there and wear bras all the time. Like that fucking sucks. I'm I don't have to wear a bra. Why should they? I think a lot of times the bra is just a support system. Yeah, but it keeps
1: your boobs intact, doesn't it? Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's like it makes it so it doesn't fucking
0: hurt walking around. Sorry Sally. <laughs> Well, my girlfriend would tell you different, because she hates wearing bras. But anyways, um, so once they kick the co-worker out of the car, because she's given us nothing. Uh, she won't, but To her credit, though, she has no idea what the hell's going on. Uh, she does not know, well, I guess they tell her, but she does not know this podcast is going out to hundreds of thousands of people. And uh, she leaves, and the caller and Chris get to have their own intimate conversation.
1: And that's when the conversation really starts. Um,
0: we find out that she's from the good state of Kentucky. Yeah, from Kentucky, where they do talk in this southern draw, but I imagine not as much as the one I'm trying to put on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, my gr- my, lo- my, grandparent, my grandma
1: and a uh, few of my aunts and uncles and cousins live in Kentucky. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. From your, from your uh, dad's side? My mom's side. Your mom's side? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so yes, I've been in Kentucky, and they live in the, what you would say, the sticks. Oh, no, so, the sticks. Yeah, so they, uh, they
0: definitely talk, uh, they have a very southern draw. but, uh. uh my, uh, my great-grandparents came from Kentucky to, um, I think they moved to Georgia after that, I don't know, but my uncle wrote a book about it, it it's, uh, all about Kentucky and the life back there. Different, different world from where we are, completely different
1: definitely a different world um but i think the the cool thing that you saw was uh you got to a glimpse into like how like the mannerisms are mm-hmm. in, in kentucky uh it's all about like respect and um, that's right yeah it's just it when you even like even my aunts and uncles that live in kentucky it's Yeah, it's like it's it's different. It's different than here in Mm -hmm. Michigan. It's different than in like in New York, where a lot of my family is. It's right. It's uh. It's very old school.
0: Yeah, one of the one of the things about this call that was like uh, it's probably gonna stick with me is when, uh, at one point, I mean, this might not be in the time we're talking about, but at one point, Chris asked the caller like, "How many countries do you think the United States actually is?" And I think that's like, like. A big thing with the U.S. is that we are so diverse and, like, more than probably anywhere else in the world because most countries are smaller and, uh, you know, like, they're separated from other countries by borders where we are just, like, have all these people of different things melting together like a melting pot, obviously. But sometimes we don't melt well. (laughs) No, I mean, definitely.
1: And he said, you know, it's like nine different. But I do think it's ge- it's definitely a geography thing. So, mm-hmm. like the southern states, they're the southern states. They have their, their um, cultural differences. Mm-hmm. You have the northeast, which is um, definitely different. It's all, it's all like where you're located in the state, I think, is all right. very similar. Obviously, each state's different, but you could group a bunch of states yeah. together. You have the each- west, the middle...
0: Each, like, county's different from each state, even. Right. You know, like, cities are are different than suburbs, which are different than the country. Well,
1: when you think about it, too, I mean, the United States is giant. Like, we have some states that are bigger than countries.
0: Right, right, right. So. I mean, I can't... It's hard for me to think of, like, a country, like, as big as ours that is... So di- as diverse as ours, like I'm thinking, like okay, what are the other big countries in the world? There's Canada, but Canada, all their population, the most the majority of their population is located in the south, and, um, from Canada. You know, I'm sure it's different from east and west. There's China. I don't. I'm not going to pretend to know much about Chinese culture, but um, yeah, Russia. Most of their country is a lot of theirs is habitable. like Siberian wasteland. <laughs> yep, and um, Brazil. I I don't not gonna pretend to know much about that culture, but I can imagine that it's not as diverse as the US and as like there's a reason we had a or a, a civil war before, you know? Right. Like yeah, it's just definitely cultural differences.
1: Um but uh I think the funny thing that made me laugh pretty loud, pretty pretty hard while I was driving to work this morning listening to this episode is when she was just like... She has a five-year-old daughter, she said. She's in school, and she's like a sweet girl, blah, blah, But she just was like... But she's an asshole. She's like <laughs> she, she, She's like a dickhead, you know? Oh, man, I can't wait to have a kid and call he or she an asshole. Well, I, I call um, like my little cousins and this stuff assholes all the time. Because <laughs> little kids can be freaking assholes, man. Like, they're just so... Sometimes, because they're so innocent... Right. And they'll just say whatever's on their mind. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what's on their, on their mind is not nice. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like... Well, that's why true, that's say? true. Like When like, my little cousin looks at me and goes, you're getting fat. <laughs> and you're like, wow, dick. Like, I know, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, wait till you get older.
0: Yeah, wait till you turn 26 and start drinking beer all the time.
1: <laughs> that's right. So... um but yeah, it was just funny, and then Chris was just, you know, their conversation about that, and it yeah, was, it was just...
0: I don't know, I feel like um, listening to all all the different beautiful anonymous scholars and the ones with kids, it just makes me, it keeps reminding me, like, oh, fuck, I want to have kids. Gosh. I wonder if Chris feels that way, like, come on, Chris, let's have some baby Gethards out there. Right. I'm excited to have
1: children, and uh, I have three friends right now that are all due in january of next year oh yeah so that's oh my, But my birth month's getting crowded but i refuse to have any children until after the wedding so,
0: oh yeah well like as we know if you've been listening is engaged has been before the podcast about a year a little less than a year right Till the wedding
1: ready. yeah next may man Next All right. assuming then, he goes
0: through with it
1: and then you know
0: then the baby making <laughs> happens is it happening immediately I thought, you were, I, thought, I thought I heard that you guys were going to wait a year I want to wait you um, should I think you should but uh, I might not wait solely so you can't take my kids name oh yeah me and Mike do have this debate let us know uh, what you think about this caller or uh, listeners Mike if he has a girl mm-hmm. before I have a boy well we both like the name Finley I like it for a boy. Mike likes it for a girl. Finley Rose. Finley Mitchell. Um, the thing is, uh, Mike's engaged and uh, has a wedding planned. I am not engaged. I have a girlfriend, but we haven't been dating for long enough yet. And uh, she doesn't want to have a kid for a year so. Right now, I am praying that Mike is cursed with having three boys before he has a girl. And... He lives the life of my parents cuz I have three younger brothers or two younger brothers. And oh man, was that hell for them growing up. <laughs> it is hell,
1: I think, cuz I have two brothers. That's true. Oh yeah,
0: we're both the oldest, too. Um,
1: but I think it's all, I think it's hell, but I think it's also easier. I mean, this you little think? Yeah, little girl girls cost more money, man.
0: Yeah, well, they don't have to.
1: Yeah, I mean, they don't have to, but Usually they do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, um... Next. Yeah. So, I don't know what... What happened in between the kid, calling her kid an asshole and then the riveting part at the end? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what we've been trying to decide. Oh, we can talk about real quick um, the opening when Chris was talking about how he was, like, sad he had offended people. Like, um... Uh, For the live show. Oh, 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 well, I guess before that, uh, wait. What no, you offended about? people with what? Um, I'm not, I don't know, but we should talk about real quick how you can uh, listen to all of his live shows. Yeah, you
1: can listen to him on Stitcher Premium, and uh, so you sign up for Stitcher Premium, and then you can listen, they'll be released on their well, live shows starting with Vancouver, which I believe he said is already on there.
0: Okay, that reminds me. So he was uh, upset that people were mad at him. For the one live show he released on Beautiful Anonymous, how that he was being mean to the girl that was not uh, inputting enough into the conversation. Remember the one, the one uh, episode of Beautiful Anonymous since we've been doing review of Full Anonymous that we didn't review. Yeah,
1: the the live show. Yeah, and and that's what I was talking about. Um, it's a different show. I mean, it's it's the same show, but because you're in front of a live audience, if the caller is failing to keep hold a conversation right it hurts Chris more because he he's in front of two three four hundred people trying to
0: not have it like bomb out you know right well I will say this um I called into Beautiful Noms like I've said before and I got through once and then every time before in my head I'm like this is gonna be the best call ever I got through and I'm just like frozen like oh my god what am I gonna say and I just hung up and couldn't deal with it. Um, and maybe that's what that caller was, but she stuck it out longer. So I'm not going to blame the caller for the call being not that interesting, but at least it was... It did have some replay value, you know? Like, the sister came in, and it was funny. It was entertaining. And I'm sure, being there live, it was much more funny than it was listening to it. But, you know, that's what i got to say about that. Right. Well, um... Should we just get down into it? Get down to the the dirty? The last like 20 minutes the of the contra- call. like
1: the one thing that one of the most controversial things besides maybe abortions right <laughs> which uh was
0: talked about before on this podcast but so we might as well just hit them all <laughs> well let's talk about this call and this call's main it felt like the main topic of the call right for me it did well it's what i took away the most
1: well i think it was the most I mean, it was the most controversial subject, so it's go- and it was at the end of the call, so it's going to stick with you. More
0: oh my anymore. god! Before we do that, sorry everyone, we have to talk about one other thing that happened that I just remembered. What wedding photography? Oh yes. Oh my gosh, that's what made me love this call so much because I uh, I sometimes video weddings, like I uh, take the videos for them. You're a videographer. I'm a videographer, and uh, I don't know. It's just it was funny listening to all these things because it's like I've been exactly there and I so appreciate wedding photographers because as a videographer a lot of the times our shots we just kind of steal from the photographer because they're always like first of all photographers are always placed on a higher pedestal than videographers even though I'm that our job is harder and there's a lot more pressure with our job because we can't mess shit up and take another picture we can't make people re-walk down the aisle you know, we can't just snap two photos. We have to do the whole thing smooth, you know. But it was awesome for me listening to that part of the call because I've done so many weddings, and that's why... Like, oh, oh, and this about the call. Oh, gosh, I'm just remembering everything. So she's, like, not married to her boyfriend, and she doesn't want to get married. No. And she attributes some of that to the fact that she shoots all these weddings and takes all these pictures of those these weddings. And I just don't understand that because I feel the exact opposite for when I go to weddings. Like, every time I go and film a wedding, you I... You get wedding fever? Yeah, and I, like, just can't wait to get married. And can't wait to propose, can't wait to get married, can't wait to have this giant-ass party. Um, just watch Adam Ruins Everything. Uh, I've seen that the wedding, the wedding one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That
1: will make you think a little less about it. But I'm excited to get married. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fucking hope so. <laughs> I and that was an interesting part of the call one because I did photo for um, three years in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a passion of mine, and um, and so I'm I've always been interested in it. And right, um, but I do agree with you. Like for our wedding, our most important thing. I mean, obviously, pictures were still important, but I was dead set that I needed to make sure that we had a good videographer, Mm -hmm. because anytime someone, if someone gives me the option, hey, you want to look at my wedding pictures, or do you want to watch my wedding video? I'm like, the video. Right. Like, it's way more enjoyable it's it's
0: it's It pisses me off sometimes, because we get paid so much less than the photographers do, because we're like throwaway options because wedding photographers just have this like stigma about them where you have to get wedding pictures and I guess yeah I get it you do but 2017 let's, let's give some video some respect here guys right. I, pay the videographer more I still pay the wedding photographer whatever little biased I know <laughs> but uh, you can show anyone your wedding video and they're not going to be bored as long as it's done well yeah but you can't just pull out a photo album that doesn't exist anymore and show them all these wedding photos you know you can throw them on facebook they'll see it they'll like it whatever
1: yeah the videos are definitely more entertaining and it it sums up everything in 10 to 15 minutes right right boom you got the whole day Mm -hmm. you get all the shenanigans you get real dance moves you get live action kissing you get everything
0: yeah The only thing I would say about the videos that might be a negative is during your wedding, if you are the brighter groom, they are, like, just following you around like your paparazzi. Right. (laughs) Or, like, their paparazzi. Right. All right. Sorry sorry for the sidebar, everyone. We're going to get to the the part of the call. The
1: controversial shit.
0: Mike, what was the controversial shit again?
1: Well, guns. And... uh, we found out, and we've known, but we we dove into it a little bit more this call, and she, the caller said that she carries a pistol uh, for mm. protection. Chris says he's
0: from Jersey, and okay. up there, you know, he's this... Hey, you thought my southern accent was bad. Whatever you just tried to do with Jersey was worse. <laughs> it probably was. Um,
1: but he, you know, where he comes from and how he's grown up, he's, he's pretty against... Um, right, naturally guns. progressive. Right, so naturally liberal. And they
0: they definitely were on the opposite sides. Mm-hmm. What's your take on it, Nick? On guns? I both what you guys should know is I am super liberal, super progressive. But I am um, I'm not anti-gun. I'm I'm pro-gun, I mean, at least to an extent, like I don't know how I feel about what Chris said somebody walking into A place where you can buy an AK-47 for $400 with no background check and no mental health, like, records being pulled. But, at the same time, I'm not going to say you shouldn't own a rifle or a handgun or anything that's not, like, automatic or semi-automatic. Like, I'm totally okay with all that. Other stuff I have to think about a little bit.
1: Alright, semi-automatic is most guns pistols
0: guess i don't know that much guns what i mean is automatic like the machine gun shit like where you can just mow down a
1: line of people fully automatic guns are not legal oh okay well what's a
0: what's an ak-47 then it's semi-automatic you
1: have to pull the trigger to do each shot
0: and what's what's a normal gun then
1: you pull each trigger to shoot do each shot
0: so what's semi-automatic
1: mean pull the trigger to do each shot the same thing full auto you can hold the trigger oh okay Those are not legal. Those are military-grade weapons, and the military has those, but... So is
0: an Uzi an automatic?
1: Yes. I get... There are automatic ones, and those are illegal. Okay. So
0: automatic's already illegal. Yes. Um, I'm sure a lot of people disagree with them even being illegal. Sure. But I... Definitely think that they should be illegal. How do you feel? You think they should be illegal?
1: I am very pro gun, but not NRA pro gun. Um, I do think sale at gun shows and sale um, at wherever, gun shops, and things. I think there should be screenings. The screening should be more in depth. Um, and I don't think you should just be able to, anyone should be able to buy a gun, which I know not technically anyone can. Um, in most places, but regardless, if you and this is a this is a uh, subject that as obviously people are going to disagree. But mm-hmm. even if you ban all guns, people with bad intentions can still find ways to get guns. Right,
0: and I would like to just make some 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 points, um, and I'm not and wait till you get to my final point before you uh, criticize me for them. So there are other countries that have banned guns. And it has shown that their death rate or crime rate has gone down dramatically. And um, what I want to say about that is that's great for them. But as a pulling back to an earlier point in this t- conversation is that America is not a smaller nation like that. It is made up of a bunch of mini nations, even if it's not technically. Um, like, I think banning guns could work great for some parts of the country. You know, and that's like maybe a state thing could ban guns. That'd be great. But if you ban guns in the entire country, I don't think that's going to work and be realistic. Um, and that's why it works for some countries because they're more like-minded in that way where we are the biggest or the most uh, non-agreeable country in the world, at least right now. Right. Um, so I, I, I understand why people think that Guns should be banned because there are studies and there are other countries in the world where it works but people need to understand that we are not like other countries and unless there's a study shown like with the en- encompassing of all of the United States then I'm not gonna like necessarily count that as a perfect study
1: right and my biggest thing too is um and I don't uh, I don't I don't carry like uh I I, I may we both
0: don't own guns currently so I mean, I, I, yeah, so
1: <laughs> I, I like having a gun for home protection. Um, if someone breaks into my house, even if they're not wielding a, a, a gun, they could have a knife or a baseball bat. And if you ban my right to have that, then what am I, fist fighting this person who broke into my house? Mm-hmm, just dueling ninja stars. Or duel, yeah, dueling knives. <laughs> like, what if the person's bigger than me? Do I just say, okay, stab me? Um, you know, obviously, if they have a gun, then you're on like level playing fields. But if you if you have two knives or two whatever baseball bats, there's unless you're super trained with one of those, you're not really on dually, Like you're not on a on a level playing field, and that's where I am. The that's why I like the guns is mostly is just for home defense right um, and it's
0: not a, you shouldn't say why i like the guns why i respect respect like, the right them to own. yeah own, yeah i respect the
1: right to own them for that reason i've seen so many i mean there's so many times when you when you've heard of people's how like getting tied up when their house mm-hmm. gets broken into and stuff and you think that would happen if these people had easy access to a, a gun in their home Right. No, because I've watched plenty of other saw plenty of other news studies where someone breaks into a house and someone just points a gun at them and they run
0: out of the house immediately. Right. You know, so yeah, I mean, it's in this country situations aren't comparable because of how diverse it is. Yeah, we're so but different. Another point I want to make, like you were saying, where you're not pro NRA, Totally agree. Um, just want to state this thing that I heard about the NRA. And, uh, in Florida, I think recently within like the last year they legalized, like, you don't, you, you can be like mentally considered mentally ill and still go buy a gun. And the reason that the NRA was backing that so much is because anytime there's a mass shooting, the NRA gets money because gun sales go up a shit ton. And that it's like the NRA, like they're trying to stand for, for guns and they say they're standing for the people who want to own guns, but they're not. They're standing for the people that want to make money owning guns. And that is not okay. I mean, you can you can't just deny deny like certain facts. Like people who are mentally ill, I don't think they should own guns. And I think that people that think that God, I struggle with saying this, but they're kind of crazy to think that, you know? Like if you were like insane, why are you gonna give that person a gun? Right.
1: And I, uh, I mean, most times when you, and, and the crazy thing is, too, is like, there's is, is many bad stories that are in the media with guns, there's plenty of stories that just are never told because they don't make the news when a good person kills someone. That's bad. Right. I feel like most of the time what, 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 what we hear about is the bad shit. And that, I think that's, that's, that's another issue, you know, in itself is, um, and cause you have all these media bias news, um, news channels where you will only hear certain stories because it supports their case. So, um, regardless, I think we're both
0: on the same page, which is weird because I figured we would be completely opposite. (laughs) So that's cool. Yeah. We're slightly different, but pretty much the same with that. And you know what? Before we move on to these comments, which we're going to get to real quick and try to go through fast, um, do you think it's weird, we're both on the same page, we're kind of like in the middle of guns, you know, we're not super far left, or right with them, we're not super far left with them. We also both grew up in the suburbs, not not super city, not super rural. I think that might have something to do with it.
1: Right, yeah, more rural usually is... uh, More pro-gun. More pro-gun, more more cities. cities. Anti-gun. Big cities for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Alright, well, we're gonna let you guys think on that. Let us know what you think. Here are some comments uh, from the thread of the episode number 67, Country AF, from Megan Thomas. Hearing the intro made me sad. Chris, you're doing great. Don't let the negative comments get you down. We agree, Chris. Um, even if someone dislikes what you do, fucking keep pushing on it. I know you're sensitive, but...
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm totally with you, Chris. So, Dan Gronky said, I hate how lockstep beliefs... Wait, I hate how lockstep beliefs have become. If you support this, you must support that. That's not how life works. Some, in quotations, most people approach life in a more nuanced way. Funny how people have escaped religious dogma only to have, only
0: to to submit to
1: another form of dogma.
0: Yep, uh, I'm not sure if I agree or not. We'll move on from Heather Dantuma. I don't say this often about B.A., but this episode bored me. It was slightly relatable, but only in the motherhood spectrum. I often call my three-year-old boy an asshole, butthole to his face. Also, on the marriage topic, my partner and I have been together for eight years. I have no interest in getting a marriage license. My family is religious and constantly nagging us about when we are getting married. We, however, are not religious, so I don't really see the point. We have made our promises amongst our friends and between each other. The gun debate is something I grew up around. My grandpa was a hunter and lived in a rural area. I've heard both sides, and I'm with Chris. I just don't get it. Um, Heather, understand, if you don't want to get married, don't get married. Yeah. I personally want to because I think I want to have a party for a wedding.
1: And for the hunting thing, uh, I'm personally a vegetarian, but... Uh, You're a new vegetarian. Yeah, but if deer if deer don't get killed, they're overpopulated.
0: They don't get killed, they'll get cold. Moving on.
1: They'll hit cars and kill people. Um, all right. Um... Paul Williams, I will say, as much as I disagree with this caller's views, I don't think she's coming across as dislikable or lacking empathy. And then from Eduardo Baskerville, you know it's an interesting call when Chris is called a Yankee and a hippie. I'm not a Wizards <laughs> fan, but I love the mention of John Wall. The man, that man can ball. I'd love to hear more, f- uh, more sports from Geth. The gun stuff was intense, but educational. The fact is, we are divided on this and lots more. As the caller said... We don't have the answers that will please everyone. Also, Chris is probably the opposite of an F boy or a fuck boy. He mentions his uh, kick-ass wife a lot.
0: Fuck boy basically, I think, actually means the boy version of a slut. Did you look it up? No, but that's what I've been. Doing I just think before. it's cool, like you fuck boy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it means. Uh, the boy version of a slut, so I think they were misusing that the whole time. Forgot about that. And, oh, John Wall, quickest cutter to the basket I've ever seen. Coolest dance move, too. Look it up, John Wall. All right, Jessica Moore. I was super bummed when you pushed her on whether she feels personally responsible for incidents when people shoot up schools simply because she owns a gun. A bit much. Trying to make one person feel responsible kind of seems like you tried to make her feel bad. For a behavior of everyone in a category is uncool and unkind. You were doing your best, I get it, it just struck me as a cheap shot. I mean, she was trying to move on to new subjects, and you kept pushing back against the gun issue. The show is so unpredictable these days, not a bad thing, maybe we should start calling it Unpredictable Anonymous. The beautiful part is sometimes waning, and I'd like to get more of it back. More beauty.
1: Couldn't disagree with this call more, this this comment. I think the podcast is
0: beautiful, the reason we have these conversations makes it beautiful. Right, and... We've said before on this podcast, the, these divisive issues, you need to communicate, you need to talk on them to understand each other's side. to come to some kind of a middle, which is lacking in our political system these days. Moving on. Response from Chris, I believe.
1: Yeah. Chris, uh, Chris commented and said, Anytime a gun tragedy happens, I genuinely wonder if there are any pangs of responsibility, guilt among people who fight for gun ownership. I don't understand why that, that is illogical. In my opinion, anyone fighting to keep guns in the world and is truly res- responsible about it must have asked themselves that question at some point. If tragedies happen and gun owners, activists don't ask themselves some version of this question or do some soul searching, it's hard for me to wonder if they can even be called responsible gun owners. As such, I wanted to hear the caller's response since he since she seemed very reasonable about gun ownership. I had to imagine that a tragedy stuck in her mind. struck her in some sense.
0: That's right. Well, guys, we are, as you can hear, we're we're up against it. Um, Yeah, we would love to hear any comments on this. Uh, Let us know anything. We'll be back next Thursday. See you on the group. Um, Love you, Chris, and love you all.
1: Kiss me face to
0: face Love you.